0: Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That guy down there bending over at a screen is my friend Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. That's pretty terrifying, right there. Nobody knows how to celebrate New Year's like Amon. Chris, that looks fantastic. I mean, sorry, not Chris. Amon, <coughs> that's what I meant. That's it. That says whole. I shit. told
1: you I would destroy you, Avatar. <laughs> I am here. <laughs>
0: You're here for the New Year's party, right? Yeah, he's here for the New Year's party. There's no
1: New Year. (laughs) It's a new dawn. That's what I
0: meant to say. I keep getting my lingo wrong. I'm so sorry I'm on. Happy Happy New Year. Everybody, new calendar year. If you're into that sort of thing, uh, I'm really not. I don't think Chris really is either. But if you are, happy New Year's. Congratulations on surviving 2021. Which was very similar to twenty twenty somehow chris slash i don't Amon. know why I'm on' is
1: creepy and
0: <laughs> I, as he, well he's giving us the close up chris it looks great how's the how's everything else come I know the rest of the costume probably isn't quite as painful
1: uh I haven't even gotten the the, the <laughs> i bought i bought that jacket uh, I showed you and uh, I haven't gotten it yet. It's coming from Xinjiang, China. I'm sure I butchered that. Sorry, apologies. I'm sure no one will even know what the heck I was talking about. But it's coming from China for some reason. If you um,
0: mispronounce a name so bad that nobody can even be upset because they can't figure it out, then that's kind of a <laughs> that's a safe move. Yeah. No, I don't know how to say it either. Uh, but it looked like the mask was going to be sort of the most, most difficult part of that costume.
1: Yeah, no, the mask is great i it bought a three masks off of etsy i should have bought it off of ebay i'm pretty sure it's the same as that person selling it they used to use the same picture but for some reason i didn't look on ebay until like after i bought it and it would have been five dollars cheaper which i'm mad about <laughs> even though i mean i think i'm more like my i recently got a raise at work and it was a pretty good raise uh Congrats. like far more than five dollars a year <laughs> but i am more upset at the losing out on the five dollars, then I am happy about getting the raise. I uh, sometimes, if
0: I see like a switch game, is an easy example. If I see it on sale, and I'll think, "Nah, I don't want that." But then the next time, like I won't see it on sale for a really long time, and I have a specific one in mind. <clears throat> but then it was on sale for instead of twenty ninety nine, like I saw it the first time, or nineteen ninety nine, it was for like twenty two ninety nine, and like I really wanted it. But I couldn't make myself do it because, like, no, I've seen it cheaper. It'll go down. Yeah, It still, it hasn't, it still hasn't come back down. I should have bought it for sure. Should have bought it the first time. But anyway, no, uh, I know how you feel this, that that $3 yeah. can make such an impact on my life.
1: There's this riding lawnmower bagger that I've been looking at, that I've been holding on. That's the on, most on my responsible
0: thing we've ever discussed purchasing on this show. And I
1: have no doubt in my mind whatsoever. <laughs> Well cuz cause, cause I wanted to pick up like the leaves and stuff cuz I feel like I, I have I'm definitely not raking all those leaves. Mm-hmm. Um and my backyard is pretty big and uh I figured oh you know I'll get a, I'll get a bagger and that will help out cuz also it'll chop up the leaves and then it'll put it into the thing and then that will that would be easier and probably less bags. And uh and it was on I didn't even think it was on sale cuz it's been at this price forever. It was like 3.99. And then I, th- I figured, like, oh, it will go down across Christmas time. And then it went back up to 4 I'm like, what the heck? This ain't how it works. Lots of How's people to
0: <laughs> trying to bank on lots of people buying their dad's baggers for Christmas. Yeah. Gonna rake those
1: margins. Punny but time. now I can find it on Amazon, though, for four mm-hmm. I'm like, should I just get it on Amazon for four twenty? But then that would be $20 more than what I would have bought it for if I just bought it before. Now I'll wait till the end of the year. Probably- I mean, you know how it works. End of the year. Companies, I would desperate wait. companies tend to put stuff on sale because they got to make those either sales units mm-hmm. or profit somehow. So yeah, I, I would like to think that
0: things. we know how it works roughly as well as anybody. And I would say I would <laughs> wait personally. I would wait, especially. I really but, wish I could use this retail
1: information in, in different, <laughs> different different <laughs>
0: different respects I mean, I apply mine to video games and cause myself buyer's remorse, or the opposite thing that I just described a lot.
1: <laughs> in that in that interview i talked about uh last week mm-hmm. or a couple hours ago whatever it was um afterwards the the lady was like oh wait no i'm sorry you were some of this we're talking about this offline you oh know, yeah was off
0: the, okay so in between recordings <laughs> yeah
1: was, you know um you know there were there's three of us applying for this leadership program or something and we were in the interview right and then the lady was playing she was like all right yeah so there's uh and the interview wise, I probably stress analysis of some things I've did in the past. And the uh, the interview lady was like, "All right, so there are sixteen positions open. Uh, four of them have already been filled, and and we have thirty six of we're interviewing thirty six of you." It says Chris is probably analytical. He probably already did the math in his head that that means that he has a one in three out of chance. <laughs> One out of three chance to, to get it. and I cracked up laughing at that because she was absolutely right. Like, I yeah, did I the... did those odds. <laughs> I mean it was easy math to do, but still I was laughing that she knew in my head I was doing the math. And there's a difference
0: between like it's not like we're algebra wizards or anything like that. It's like no, just no. uh just sort of standard retail math that you get used to doing quickly. Or rounding, <laughs> like I do a lot of rounding of numbers to bigger numbers so that I can quickly estimate. Uh, that's a common thing in my life. That comes in yeah. handy a lot. <laughs> Today, a lady at work, I was talking, to, I was like, oh, she's like, hey, how can I, you know, get this information when all I have is these employee IDs? It's like, oh, you just need to grab this this Excel sheet over here and do a VLOOKUP. And I was like just ready to rattle on the whole thing. But as soon as I got VLOOKUP out of my mouth, she's like, oh, no, I hate those. I'm not going to do that. I was like, <gasps> just the VLOOKUP. Pardon? Come again? It ain't nothing. When, when cups were released earlier this year, I celebrated on social media, ma'am. And you're just gonna mm. sit here and trash cups in front of my face? I don't have feelings. It was a weird interaction. Anyways, Chris, <laughs> happy New Year's. I I know we're. I don't think either one of us particularly
1: New Year's. But do you have any? Uh, you resolution? know, I might be more New Year's ish you know, this year, although, you know, just go ahead and get started on the, <laughs> the things like, you feel like you want to start doing to just start it, even though I feel like, I, feel like that, I just don't. I just don't start it because I, I don't have good willpower. Um, Same. But I do have a couple of different things. You know, I want to get in better shape. I don't necessarily want to lose weight. I just want to feel like I'm in better shape. Um, it's interesting that while like I was watching this Adele special. Um, no. Okay, another quick One thing I love Adele. Absolutely loved it. I've, and I loved her since her first album uh, 19 <clears throat> or 16. No, 19. I don't remember. It's okay. Um, but uh, she had this this Oprah Winfrey special. And I'm really laughing because you know, like a bunch of, uh, where she like sung songs from a new album and a couple of songs from old albums. And like if you look at the crowd, it was just celebrities there. It was a very intimate kind of setting, probably only like, 50 people there. But they're all very famous people. For some reason, Seth Rogen was in the first row and, uh, and he was That's on Jimmy Fallon yesterday I at when I'm trying to perform. Well, he was, uh, he was on Jimmy Fallon the other day and Jimmy Fallon was like, I saw, I saw you on Adele on our special. He was like, yeah, that was that was weird. I got to say, because I don't know Adele. <laughs> like and if for some reason, like <laughs> he was saying like, yeah, so we get like a letter. It says, "Hey, do you want to come to a private event for, you know, Adele will be singing her songs." I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." So me and my wife, we one thing, Jimmy just to let you know, we smoke weed. And so we smoked a bunch of weed. And then <laughs> and then we go and we go to the event and and I see like cameras and and like cameras and stuff. And I'm like, "Oh, shoot." He, he probably say, like this is not just some intimate event like this is a t- television production where i did not prepare for this and then and then him and his wife was like all right you know we'll just come we'll just sit in the back and it'll be fun and it'll be fine and then we get our ticket and it says like one a and one b and we're like holy crap no we're not prepared for this <laughs> like we're right in the front row and then he's like He's like, I don't know, like Adele, thank you, but I don't, why? Why us? Like, I didn't get to really enjoy the concert because I could just, like, feel the hate from all the other celebrities. I'm like, why is he in the front row? First of all, why is Seth Rogen here, number one? (laughs) Like, did he, for some reason, like, secretly write (laughs) one of her early songs, like Chasing Pavements or Rolling in the Deep or something? (laughs) Like, yeah, He's that's like, and right I don't know album. Adele, but, you know. He inspired uh, her to
0: remake uh, Make You Feel My Love. That was straight out of Seth Rogen's heart. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, she sang that song, too. Um, it's a good, that's my favorite Adele oh, uh,
0: performance. Oh,
1: right, yeah, that's great. Um, uh, what was it? Oh, the reason why I bring up Adele, because on her Oprah Winfrey special, right, they were going <laughs> over how she's lost a bunch of weight and stuff. And she was like, yeah, I wasn't doing it to, like, lose weight. I was doing it because I was enjoying, working out and stuff. Like, like I like I'm I'm body positive. Like I don't. It's not that I'm like happy. Like oh, hey, look at me, I'm skinny. So like I wouldn't care if I was like I, she was like I might go back to being, the same weight that I was before or something different or in the middle. Like I I just enjoyed, working out lifting weights and I just kept doing it. It was something to distract me from like my divorce and stuff. <laughs> and and it was really good. It kept me centered. So that that's my point. It was like. I don't, I don't really like. Like I remember when I lost weight a couple of years ago. Sean, you're a great inspiration for me. You don't know that, but uh, <laughs> I do know. No, but, I'm not. Oh, you do not, That okay. sounds
0: very arrogant. Of course, I knew Chris. I knew all along. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, nope, I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I, you I know, mean, all, all my life I played basketball, and uh, for some reason I haven't played for a while. I, I never played professional or something like that. I Just played for fun. But I always play. I was always in fairly good enough shape to play basketball. And so I remember we, we went, it was like, I think Mo was there also.
0: Maybe he was there. Not um, early on. But I know you no, were we there. it took a lot of convincing.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, so it was me and you and played with finance guys. And I took just like one or two trips down the court. And I am just <laughs> gassed, exhausted. Like, I'm like, holy crap, I am out of shape. And then, <laughs> and then it's funny because Mo, I told Mo, I was like, Mo, these Sean was out playing, <laughs> no, Fitz Sean. But in my head, I was like, I did not ask Sean to be out playing. <laughs> like I am just out of shape. And I was like, Mo, I'm turning my life around. I'm, 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 I'm going to get in shape. and that weekend, I bought a treadmill, and like, I, I just, just went from there. Like I was on, like I was, I had it in my head. I was like, all right, let's get on treadmill, get on treadmill, do this. It's funny because Mo wrote on my wall, Facebook wall, when I was. Right on why, when the wall was thing. It was like, Chris, how's the getting the shape thing going? I was like, great. I bought a treadmill. And <laughs> and so, and I lost probably 40 pounds after that, which since then, I've gained back to 20. Um, hey, whatever. Who hasn't? Uh, um, yeah. But, uh, but no, I don't I'm just going to get in better shape. I don't have that big motivation like basketball anymore, but I still want to try and get in better shape. Uh, but also, another thing. I do want to do more videos. I'm starting to get that itch again. I describe the itch of, like, I'm writing scripts to videos in my head before writing them on paper. And, like, I would always get – I always do that before I even write out a script because I, when I do that, I know, oh, I'm really excited about this about this uh, content and stuff. And so I have a couple of different videos I'm thinking about doing. And I think my life is in a more balanced state where I could start doing more videos so kids get a little little older little more a little little less maintenance
0: required maybe
1: yeah a little more independent crying a little less um become a little more chill (laughs) that's probably the 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 most hectic child i've had um but no you know i got no complaints yeah um so hopefully i can start getting back to doing more videos i want to do a video on the live action cowboy bebop And uh, if it's, I think it's actually probably better than. No, I can't even make myself watch
0: it because I just, the the anime just didn't click with. I'm not saying it's bad. I know. not even remotely what I'm saying. It just did not click with me so hard that I have zero interest in the live action. The thing
1: is, Sean, I think that is fair. So I did not even, and I have that same thing as you. Like for some reason, I try to watch. The original anime, I just can't get into it. <laughs> like every time I try, I'm just like, this is boring. I, I don't know what it is. I'm like, just it's not...
0: trying so hard to be very cool. <laughs> I think it's, so many
1: people love it. I'm like, I what a good. They... And I and probably I have, I have, I'm, probably I'm like, a lot of people. Eight. I
0: would imagine people that watch our show from that selection of between ten and one hundred people, there's probably a good portion that do like it, and and we're not saying it's bad whatsoever. Yeah. But it
1: just... so I've only I've, I've seen. Because it, it, it will come on TV, tsunami, *Adult Swim*, or whatever. I've seen probably at least half the episodes, but not really paying attention to like the order and the story mm. Um So I'm, I'm I've, I've watched the live action series, and I actually enjoyed it. And so like, I'm to watch the. I'm watching now the an, original anime. I kind of want to do a video comparing trash to the two of them. So I feel like a lot of people are are down on the live action, and maybe rightfully so. It does have some weird. Stuff to it and weird aspects to it that I kind of understand. Um, but, but maybe they're not cutting enough slack, and so I'm looking forward to maybe doing a video on that. Would be a better, uh, and hopefully, not a better
0: would be an interesting perspective as somebody not yes. super tied to the anime. Yes.
1: So, hopefully, maybe I can do that by uh, probably like a month or so. I say that, um, not, but, not the you next know, month, also, the
0: next month, well, I guess a month from. Today being New Year's, yeah. so okay, I, I see. I, see.
1: I, I want I want to be objective and first watch the whole anime to completion, and and but I'm not going to force myself. Like, all right, you gotta watch all. These yeah, episodes. that's not good. But you won't I enjoy actually, it at
0: all if you force yourself. No, nah, yeah,
1: but I, I enjoyed the live action, ones, especially the last couple episodes. I thought it was oh. really good. The first couple ones, I did not think were good, and I was like, man, there's going to be work to have to watch this. Uh, But it got a lot better after like the first or second episode. I I started to understand where the story was going, where all these characters are at. Oh man, I thought it was a good, you know, you go to bed and you think of something good. It finally came back to me now. (laughs) You have like a little epiphany. Or you, like, break a story or something like that. Well, and
0: I get those the worst. Uh, honest to goodness, I get those the worst, like, after we play, uh, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Or something like that. And then I'll think of something that I should have done. Or, like, a different oh, idea yeah. for, like, how to swap my deck. That's right. Those inspirations come is when I'm laying down trying to sleep. Then I got to go dig up my cards. <laughs> uh, Well, I will probably not try to watch the live action until I see I your know. video, so maybe I've got more than a month before I've got to try to watch that. Um, also, I do, uh, I vividly remember the first basketball day, not so much because I noticed you, because I had no context for what kind of shape you're supposed to be in or whatever, uh, <laughs> but I remember because I was wearing uh, Shaquille O'Neal Dunk man's from Payless, and mm. those shoes nice. have the hardest soles of any shoe I've ever put, laid eyes on. And if you think about this, if if that doesn't immediately strike you as odd, uh, as a basketball shoe, a very hard, non-sticky sole is not good or safe or comfortable in any way, shape, or form. Don't recommend. No offense, Payless. Remember that vividly. That's okay, uh,
1: They're dead. They won't hear you.
0: I, <laughs> I as, that's funny to think about. I don't have a a strict resolution kind of along the same lines though. I'm I'm not in good shape by any means, but uh, Charlie keeps us in shape. We run about a mile a day with Charlie and then uh, it, right. And it's not fast, but just, you know, changing heart rate and all that stuff. And it's good for him. And then I have like a, like a standing elliptical, but under my desk. So you can like sit and pedal on it or you can stand up on it. And it's like, I don't know. It's like two feet long by a foot and a half wide or something. Very convenient. Uh, So I'm not in shape, but I'm okay there. But I need to eat better. I love junk food. I have a terrible sweet tooth. Um, I hate vegetables and fruits. Um, And so got to like eventually grow up and try to eat better. So just generically, I want to eat more vegetables, probably even raw vegetables, like force myself if I want a snack to like attempt to eat a carrot or something. We'll see how that goes. I hate vegetables. I love sweets and things that are fried and carbs and cheese. Yeah. yeah, but no, we'll see. We even, we we recently got an air fryer that we kind of enjoy, and we've kind of thrown vegetables in there just, by, like we just did, uh, what did we do the other day? We did like chicken and broccoli in there, and I was like, all right, I can, I can be okay with that. So that's my not resolution, but vow to permanently try to change some kind of habit. Happy New Year's to everybody else. If you make resolutions, then great. We hope you stick with them and they do what you want them to do. Uh, but, you know, don't do anything that you like can't make the actual change to yourself permanently, I guess. Right? Because then what's the point? Like, change yourself for the better big picture if you're going to go that route. Good luck either way. In honor of New Year's, Chris, we wanted to do a little bit of a different episode this time. We're going to call it Book 3 Change in retrospect, you know, like looking back on something we just covered, like looking back on a previous year, where we're going to talk just a little bit about book three. Um, we don't have a specific agenda other than I just want to point out that never before have we even had this desire to have a retrospective video about a season of Avatar The Last mm-hmm. Airbender or Legend of Korra. Like, this is the first time where it just came up natural, like, hey, we got to dedicate some time just to talk about this season. That has not happened before. We've done ranking videos and things like that, but never before like this. So I just want to introduce it, I guess, or how I want to kick the conversation off is just by pointing out that this season feels like it just merits more discussion, big picture, like overarching discussion. And with that nebulous introduction, Chris,
1: I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> All right. So um, in retrospect, if I want to go over some of our, our favorite moments or favorite um, ideas or character aspects, and then also some of maybe even some of our least favorites or what we would change <clears throat> or put through change. Um, so the season as a whole, I think, is, is one of the best. It, you know it, we'll, we'll see how everything ends up being, and I can't wait for us to rank objectively, all the seasons of Avatar that we have, including *Avatar: Last Airbender and Legend of Korra together. But Legend of Korra book three change is, is, I am pretty sure is going to be a very top contender for the best book of them. Um, So we'll probably compete with book two and book three of of Avatar Last Airbender. Um, But the thing is, this is a very complete season. It's almost hard to compare, because it really is a very complete season from beginning to end. There's not all that much filler. Um, you got a couple of new character introductions. It's interesting enough, you got you know, character introductions of Su-Yan, um, and a couple of different villain ones, like Zahir and all the other different side villains. And the same thing happened in book two of Avatar. We got introduced to Toph, got introduced to Azula and, and her. Uh, Ozai's angels, as some people call them for some reason. Um, and uh, so the season also did a good job of atru- introducing some new characters. And yeah, one of my favorite aspects of it is just also getting to know Sien. Um That whole Beifong dynamic, I think it was done really, really well. They added kind of a whole new, uh, a whole new perspective to Toph. Um to Lynn, definitely like we're like we're always wondering like why is Lynn so like grumpy and upset like sure tov can be like a little grumpy at times, but not like nearly to Lynn's level um Toph so still a, feels uh, human
0: whereas Lynn doesn't always
1: yeah that's yeah that's true, and uh we got we got a new look at that, so I think that's one of probably one of my favorite aspects of of this season,
0: the the way that it sprinkles in stuff for the next season feels unique. Uh you know, I know that it like it's not weird for season 3 to reference season 2 or to build on that, but the way that it like plants seeds where it knows what it's doing in advance mm-hmm. doesn't feel yeah. like something else that's replicated. Yeah. And then, but- Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Book four. No, I was like, book four cannot happen at all without the things that happened in book two. But I feel like, I'm sorry, in, in book three, I feel like book three. I mean, yeah, the stuff with harmonic convergence does affect it, but it almost, almost feels like just uh, in the result of it, and not like a. Um, it's, not it a doesn't feel like it's like
0: of... an intentionally, uh, intentionally yeah. pre-designed. Like they knew exactly what they were gonna do, and and just these very clever foreshadowings that I don't feel like occur in other places. Mm. And then I'm about to make a nebulous statement that, uh, I'm just going to make it and we'll, we'll take it where it goes. I don't know what I mean by it or anything, but I'm sitting here trying to think about what something that, something about season three or about book three change feels the most out of the four seasons. It feels the most like the original avatar last airbender, Series. Oh,
1: without
0: it, yeah. I've, I've, I'm trying to logic it out, and I guess like I don't know. Season one feels like you've got the the techy techie and the bending stoppage. Uh, season two is all about the spirits and things like that, but uh-huh. season three just feels like like all like you know bending action, good guy versus bad guy. I don't know. It feels the most like a callback stylistically, maybe. I don't. Yeah, know I think
1: a lot of that. Way. Uh, no, uh, season one I think feels like a. I feel like a, sometimes season one feels like the Dark Knight, like it's okay. so drama heavy and, and like the pacing is. It's a like lot.
0: A, it's a suspense thriller more than anything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yes. Like there's moments in it where I, I get Dark Knight vibes. Whereas like um, season
0: three is definitely not a suspense thriller because like you know who the bad guy is right away. You don't know what he's gonna do, but like you know yes, who you're chasing yeah. the whole time.
1: Yeah, there's there's mystery going on with season one and the whole Amon like who is Amon and then there's flashbacks so to tie back to it. In season two A little season bit of that still felt
0: mystery, like kinda.
1: Season two felt more like lore and legends. Like okay. it was so grand in in its scope. Right? It's like, oh let's go all the way back to the beginning. And now let's go all the way come all the way back now. Um and I feel like that wasn't really Avatar didn't really deal with like the huge grand thoughts of the Avatar and the whole universe. And so that felt a little different. Yeah.
0: I th- I like um, the Lord Legends approach. It's like a like a bigger picture kind of exposition going on in, in season two.
1: Well, I guess I would describe season three so if if season one is suspenseful, suspense driven, <laughs> almost <laughs> mystery thriller, and season two Lore and Legends. Season 3 would be a lot like the original series of like it was a traveling it was a traveling uh fantasy show
0: like an adventure it's just like a big traveling Tra- adventure
1: yeah. yeah like they traveled like each ep- most episodes spanned more than one location mm-hmm. um, and 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 throughout different episodes they went to different locations so we started off from Republic City And then they split up. Some of them went to the temple. uh, Then they went to different parts in the Earth Kingdom. Then they went to Ba Sing Se. Then they went to the Metal Clan. And then they went back to a different air temple. Or the same air temple. They went to a different air temple. Now we're at this new area that looks so similar to where Aang fought, uh, Fire Lord Ozai at. So it was very much... It got back in that traveling and the creators even said this a lot they're like oh you like (laughs) like we you know we it kind of felt more like avatar because the team was actually traveling
0: i didn't i would have never like pieced that together but just knowing and feeling like this it felt a similar vibe or the same parts of avatar that made me really happy and i should note like when we 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 will rank based on our ratings the season someday. That'll be a lot of fun. But I will still certainly, all rankings and ratings aside, look forward to picking my favorite, uh, the subjective yeah, side. Yeah, that's all. That's get. always fun, I think, yeah. to me. Is that we'll definitely hit sides. And
1: then put your just like, no, this, this is my favorite. Yeah,
0: yeah like, and that's totally... Like... That transparency is... I, I find it a lot of fun, right? All right, I accept that this uh-huh. one is the, is the best one. So per our own rules... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then picking my favorite, which you hope is the same, but maybe it's not. So, yeah,
1: like my favorite Batman movie is Batman Begins, but I think The Dark Knight is the best one. And I think it's like I think The Dark Knight is one of the top three movies of all time. I can't even name the other two, but I just say it's top three because I am haven't uh, seen every. I haven't seen like The Godfather or like Citizen Kane. Scarface. Is <laughs> if John
0: Mullaney ever comes back through town, we we have to see him. We just we have to go. I'm gonna, I'll buy the tickets oh, yeah. myself. Anyway, sorry.
1: Oh wow, that's <laughs> No, I'll do it.
0: Absolutely. He I don't know if he ever comes through Kansas City, so it could be an empty promise, but it feels like he has before.
1: Probably. I mean probably early on in his career.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> No offense, Kansas City. Yeah, uh just the, the confidence that you can place the Dark Knight up there. Like quality-wise, no. It, at least in my opinion, like when your one complaint about the Dark Knight for me, at least, is that it's too long. But then there's no other complaints. Well, like what part did you not like seeing more of? It's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just very long. I had to go to the bathroom several times.
1: <laughs> think it's, it's really. It's only two hours and thirty-five minutes, which is way like, too Harry long. Potter for movies, me, Chris. my attention span. I feel like Harry not... Potter movies are about that. It's, they're pretty close. They're probably yeah. two uh, two twenty.
0: Yeah, but I can there's like good 15 minute chunks of Harry Potter movies that I can step away and go to the bathroom without pausing and it's totally fine. No offense <laughs> Harry Potter, you're my favorite, but like,
1: What were they doing now? G- going down in the the corridors down there again? Yeah, they're walking okay. around some corridors. What? Hermione's
0: <laughs> mad at Ron. Okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom, cook some dinner. <laughs> I'll be back.
1: They they're, they're- they're breaking rules again. Okay, yeah, that's, okay. I'm not, that's and still,
0: I'm like, I'm not bashing. We're talking about
1: my favorite stuff. That's no. the castle they right are, here.
0: It's my no. favorite.
1: I'm allowed to I, say I it. do love, I do love the Harry Potter movies, no doubt about yeah. it. Minus the the Fifth most recent ones.
0: Oh, the oh, the the Fantastic Beasts one. See, I yeah, like. I guess first those fantastic aren't Harry Beasts. Potter movies. I still like the first one of those. Uh,
1: yeah, the second didn't one remember. didn't, but I still like
0: the first one. Anyway, we'll see how that turns out. I think the next one yeah. is. Slated for 2022 November, maybe. Probably. We're going to recast Johnny Depp. Yep, but. I imagine so. If I was him,
1: i was in, I'd just get Colin Farrell again. I thought he was good.
0: Hmm. I'd be like, hey, he just switched his face back over. Yeah, yeah, like he just went back into disguise or whatever. I'd be okay yeah. with that. And he, I don't know, he played a really good villain role, I thought. So, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> we've, we've ventured um... straight, far off the path, but the, <laughs> point, but the point is that it is okay to have favorites that are not the best things. I'm very excited to discuss both of those when the time comes, even if my foreshadowing is that it's going to be really hard for me to see this one knocked off its perch in my yeah, heart.
1: Definitely. Uh, okay. uh, so other thing that I really loved about this season was, and I know we've disagreed about this from, I love Zaheer. Like, he is I don't I don't know, no, we have to do an episode on Ranking of Villains. I need to write this down um you just all the villains of avatar i be that's really interesting to me where you would put like azula versus zaheer <laughs> because i feel like you don't love either i feel like you don't lo- i feel like you like them both enough mm-hmm. but i don't think you love them that 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 much great so villains that would be like gosh
0: i don't know i do hmm no you're right that's good i uh for as much <laughs> Zahir so is one of those where I think he'd probably still be extremely high, uh, because a lot of the stuff is like like nitpicks, but in a way it's because he makes me care about him or he makes me pay attention to him. Mm, okay. Kinda. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and so even when I'm being nitpicky and I'll stand by those things, I'm not trying to like yeah. sweep them under the rug, but like I wouldn't ever notice if I didn't like if he wasn't engaging me to pay that much attention. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> that'll be that'll be really interesting because, gosh, I mean already put everybody with with amon and kubira and Zahir and I, know, yeah, yeah. I mean i know the other ones too they're they're not as interesting to me but
1: yeah those are probably the top <laughs> those would be the four i
0: would be choosing from uh, i think
1: yeah i mean we, we, we would rank the other ones as well yeah. Uh, but, like, Ozai wouldn't be my top villain. No. Uh, Umilak wouldn't be...
0: Not unless he... Uh, if he, like, specifically it should be, like, alright, season four or season three Ozai, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if that's, like, okay, maybe he'd rank a Although, little higher.
1: You know what, though? He might he might be a little better. I mean, if we if we think about... If we think about how he affects Zuko, because he doesn't... To me, he he's not that present in the story, but he has a huge impact on the story he has Egypt impact on but the that's thing. why you have told us about it was, before
0: right is that's why they had to bring Zuko into the picture is like hey you're you can't just chase true. around mm-hmm. this nebulous non-presence for 3 seasons you have to have like a, a clear and present danger mm mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh but yeah so here villain. I love his stellar from the, from his from his first monologue about about him quoting Hima, which was a huge freaking uh oh my gosh i'm brain farting here huge freaking foreshadowing <laughs> like you just think oh he's quoting you know didn't know that this guy was a gorilla Hema fanatic and would carry his word or words of wisdom all throughout the series until it kind of immediately uh, lets you
0: know you're in for a like a like a slightly better sort of ethical dilemma Mm, yeah, like right away, it sort of sets the tone for the type of villain you're working with.
1: Yeah, he said something like, "Instincts is a mind's body. It's a it's a fearful body trying to trick itself." Something like that. I can't think of it,
0: but Where it's it's, they're good. it's like, really cool. Like Ozai, you immediately kind of know what—not immediately, but when you're figuring out what kind of big bad Ozai is—you're like, "Oh, angry guy, I want more land." Got it. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, like his his monologue is like. His best monologue is probably, like, yelling at Aang, like, you're weak. You didn't, you don't deserve to live in my world. Your people didn't deserve to live in my world. And now you will face death or whatever. Yeah, and that's, like, Like, that's Ozai
0: in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Yeah. You you got the whole thing. And then Zaheer, (laughs) when his, like, his opening line, and you're like, ah, crap.
1: Right. Oh shoot! This guy, this guy's read some books. Wait, he's <laughs> like <laughs> he reads words, and we're gonna have to think yeah.
0: about what he's feeling and formulate our own feelings on it because we can't just point at him and be like bad guy, you know? Yeah. But uh, um, that'll be really interesting. Uh, sure. Well, uh, so aside from bad, so we talked about bad guys. What about uh, favorite favorite moments?
1: Uh, favorite moments here, killing the Earth Queen. That was that was huge. That's so memorable. Um, that that's one of those holy crap. This ain't a kids' show at the moment. Like I can't believe they did that from the animation, from the the monologue, from the again the great monologue, um, and to watch like to me that that's the most on screen I've seen a death in a Y seven show. Right? Because like with police. And also, Polite, That was a great moment. Also, uh, police getting her head blown off. But like that to me was like very off-screen, right? It's like zoom, and, like it goes. But like the Earth Queen, it's in the the camera's still there, right? Earth Queen, you see her, uh, uh, and, and the camera's going up while she's going down. Like the scene didn't change, the camera didn't change, the view didn't change, and so it still feels like that was an on-screen death. That was huge. The as
0: much as I would love to, uh, not would love to, will continue to hype up police death as like, it's like a really cool action movie death. It's awesome. Uh, it's what you. Mm, uh, but yeah. the the more impactful, the more dramatic, the more terrifying to have your your breath drawn out. Like what a horrifying use of airbending! This oh my gosh. that, that I, all the implications, all of them. I I would. I don't know if you you stated y definitively, but I'm if you have, then I'm gonna agree that it is the Earth Queen dying as as a favorite moment, with probably flight as a close second and police death as a close third for me. Yeah. Gosh, all the implications of like he's using airbending to just murder somebody and all we've ever seen of airbending before has just been just been ang, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um also the other favorite moment is is uh I me mean, it's it's stuck with me forever. It's the Janora's tattoo ceremony plus Cora just crying at the end there. I, I can't you know, I'll continue to talk and praise that moment. It's it's so good. There's so much emotions going on. They're just swirling around. I've never my I've I've never had my emotions just so conflicted in a television show. Before, I really in, I think the, I think the only other time watching something that I had such a, a various degree of different emotions at the same time was probably watching the end of Twelve Years a Slave, where he finally returns. Spoiler alert! Finally returns to his family, and he's like, "Sorry," but like he, he's he's saying sorry to them that he was taken, kidnapped, and everything. And he had to live through slavery for 12 years, even though he was a free man, wanting well, I mean, no one should be a slave. Um, but he was captured. And he says he apologizes to his family for it. Like, there was just a feeling of like, oh, I'm so happy he's reunited with his family, but I'm so sad that he's apologizing to them. It's such a myriad of, of emotions. Well, so the this mere is, fact uh, that you're comparing
0: also... anything about Avatar The Last Airbender to 12 Years a Slave is a pretty heavy statement. <laughs> in a in a positive light for what Legend of Korra has done. It's pretty incredible to be able to make that comparison.
1: Yeah, Legend of Korra, like you're you're so happy and overwhelmed for Janora Um like and tends to gives such this rousing speech. But then Korra like doesn't have that same joy in her eyes. Like she she looks at Janora in such a way that's just like Oh, it's so hard to split. <laughs> and then she she sheds that one little tear of just like she doesn't know how her future is going to end up. Like this is the the most down she's been. Like at least when Amon took her bending away from her, she still had at least one bending. She she's still the avatar. She can still fight people. Like I feel like even if Ang not restore her bending, she would have mustered up the will to go on and uh. And I, I was not sure of that at the yeah. end of the season. Like, and, I knew it was going to be a long road back.
0: We we talked about it when we reviewed the episode. It Just the, the implications of as you're sitting there thinking, like, being a useless avatar is all not almost, it's like probably feels way worse than being a dead avatar so the cycle can just kick into the, right? So uh, really heavy implications. I think it says a lot who I am as a person, I try really hard not to pay too much attention to those parts of the episode because they make me feel feelings, but <laughs> that's how you know they're impactful. As I tr- The harder I try to avoid them, that means they're big.
1: Search your feelings. You know it to be true.
0: I will never. The <laughs> uh, Chris, anything else you want to talk about? Again, a season so good that we just voluntarily decided that it needed a retrospective
1: episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about, uh, what we will change. Which I, we, I feel like we've talked oh, about yeah, this yeah. before. We've, um, the thing is, so, you know, last episode, so one episode that we, we found was our worst episode was the original airbenders. Mm-hmm. But then I look back on I'm like, I don't like certain aspects of that. Um, but could you fit those yeah, things I, you
0: like about Boomy into a different, into, like, an existing episode instead of having this probably. kind of ball or,
1: uh, or Yeah, we'll I don't be know where, thinking? but probably could somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But, man, I love those things about um, And You don't really need the episode. I still want the episode. Um That's fair. But, again, we've talked about this before. Just a backstory of, of a flashback of the Red Lotus kidnapping Korra. You, know, you, you have um, you have Chief Saka in there, younger Tonrock, um, and then and then you you, you we've we talked about this in the past. You can go look it up, but just the uh, long story short, you have uh, Zahir Hill Sokka, Just to add more weight to it, put a little bit more um, personal stakes into that into that battle um also explains why like they don't bring it up all that often and uh just explain more of that just more backstory for those four members of the red lotus i think would have went a really long way all i needed all i is one episode like just give us one more episode Nickelodeon. i think that would have <laughs> i don't want to take away anything. i don't even want to take away the airbending episode just give us one more
0: we just want that tales of the red lotus yes we want to see gazon's uh background and construction and we want to
1: yeah. see... Gosh. <laughs> um, the thing is, I, unlike, like, I, funny enough, I recently re listened to our podcast about, or part of it, about uh, rewriting book two. And I had, like, some pretty, relative to this, major changes to it. Yeah, but I, like I really we both kind of
0: have... hacked it apart, not necessarily in a negative way, but just had kind of easier ideas of, like, what, or ideas came to us more easily of yeah. what we would restructure.
1: I I would not, I would I I can't think of any major things I would change for this season. Like I wouldn't take away an episode. Um, I I would just add one more episode just to add a little bit more backstory and flashbacks to them because I think that would have. Well, it's just really really cool to see. It Probably would have been great. Um, it probably wouldn't have affected. Actually, I think it would have. Really, never would have taken this season. I think you could possibly have another like nine nine and a half. Uh, score episode with that flashback, because you know you would have Saga there. Probably have a great fight scene, great stakes like we gotta save, we gotta save Korra. Like, like, and and this would be a Saga Um And it's fan fiction. Thing I'm bringing up in my head. So that I think that would be a potential <laughs> nine and a half score, maybe ten score um, on on our hands there. Just get one more episode. Just a fourteen episode season would
0: have been great uh not to mention i like ending my seasons on even numbers Hmm. Uh, that's weird but i uh i don't have a whole lot i would change either i I kind of forgot about the red lotus idea but i now you've got me hooked back on it i think that would be a great idea and i still say it's okay to be fair maybe the red lotus episode would help a little bit like a little more background kind of giving a better uh, better better structure better pedestal for Zahir to stand on I still say I would underbake him just a hair more uh like just like there's still just a hair overdone-ness to him for me um mm-hmm. and a little OP like maybe I would just work harder to show that progression. to like really show his rest from having been in prison uh, as a person not just physically not just bending but as a person and all of the, like the whole squad of having to work a little bit harder than they did and be able to display some of that to get back to peak form uh, or in Zahir's case to really fully understand airbending. It was like, I, I, I would try to find a way just to soften it a little bit or to show a little more trajectory rather than, you know, I know we've dissected it and we said, well, there's obvious growth from here to here, but just, I don't know that it feels obvious unless you're really paying attention. I, I want it to be a little mm. softer entry, uh, but that being said, I don't think I have any any major changes even even remotely come to mind that I would want to shift. Uh, I think everything would have to do with softening mm. and uh, maybe further exploring, as you've mentioned, yeah. would help do some of that trick.
1: Uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, today I, I sent you like uh, another I guess idea of rewriting book one. Um, and there's more things in there I think that I would change, especially just surrounding Amon. I've been thinking about Amon a lot lately, probably because I'm just painting a, a mask of him and doing my cosplay of him and stuff like that. Um, so there's a couple different things I would change there, and um, I don't, not as much, not as much as book two. Um, and I'm not, and I'm, I am not certain about book four on, on how I feel. We'll have to, you know, get through it and. uh and I'm sure there'll, there'll be more things to change there. Oh, there were absolutely nothing about it. Absolutely, be more things to change in book four than in book three. But the season mm-hmm. was so not so, to, uh, not spot to on, I guess.
0: yeah, not to bash the whole season of season four. But it is easier for me to sit here and think of kind of major thematic changes that I wouldn't mind than it is for mm-hmm. book three. Again, not trying yeah. to give anything away or foreshadow. It just yeah. it feels like yeah, there's sure. more opportunity for changes.
1: Yeah. Well, but now I think about it, I'm not. I, I there's know a couple book things four in, is not yeah. in,
0: in book four that really bugged me that I wouldn't wouldn't hesitate to suggest yeah. something different. Whereas everything with book three would come with hesitation. Like, really, would I do that?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like even even me, I'm like. Mm. I really want to take away the worst episode of the season. Yeah. Like
0: that's that that debate alone
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. says a lot about Microcosm.
1: This. That's the word I was looking for, I Micro, think in the last yeah, episode. Yeah,
0: it's a microcosm of the larger yep, yeah, got it. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Sorry.
0: We're not literary people. Um yeah, no, no I mean I I really don't have have much. I want to see want see Kazan where he learned to drive. I want to see that CDL. Mm-hmm. That's about yeah. the max. Like, I want to pull out a license from
1: twenty years ago. Don't worry, hey. like, guys, <laughs> I got some, this. For some for some reason, he's in like a factory, and there's some like, formula, hey Gazan, not for nothing, but <laughs> we need you to unload <laughs> these trucks.
0: I thought it was going to be like he learned how to lava bend because the factory in the volcano side exploded and everybody else died and he saved himself because oh. he's a lava bender and nobody else was. And and I don't know how that has to do with, you know, driving a truck other than he worked in a factory, I guess. But that's a good, uh, good lava bender origin story, I feel like. Or it's not probably, but off the cuff. Chris, other thoughts?
1: Uh, I think that's all the thoughts I have. Book 3, wrap, let's wrap it up. It's, it's, it's one of the best seasons in American animation history. It's hard to compare to anime because anime seasons don't have just 12 episodes no, or 13 no. episodes. I just watched like
0: 60 episodes of Digimon that begged to disagree with our notion of what a season is.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it's so uh, man. I can't wait to do. I'm so excited. Whatever, whatever, whenever we do that episode of of uh of what if Avatar actually was an anime. There's so many things, good or bad. Like there'll be so much more filler. Like, the hardest anime part about never... doing
0: that episode is getting you to get up, get on earlier, or Jesse to stay up later. You're very opposite creatures with your evening. Oh, routines. Arthur, okay. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Jesse's an early bedtime guy. Jesse, if you're listening, I think it's adorable.
1: <laughs> I'm like, you know what, let me stay up. Till. The thing is, I, I don't have time to myself until like 9.30 until, at night. Yeah. So we uh, that'll be the hardest part of the episode. We'll have
0: nothing to do with content. It'll be pure logistics. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, Not anime a different beast, but I like the Western animation distinguisher. That makes it feel a little safer. To say yeah. is the best single, or even if you wanted to say like the best story arc, that that almost sounds demeaning to the season to call it a story arc. But I don't know how else to wrap it up. Um, no, I, mean, I like story arc. Anyway, it's a tremendous season uh, of the series and of the universe. It's fantastic. Looking forward to getting into season four, where and then after that. Oh wait,
1: of, I didn't. I did wait. I didn't mention my other favorite things. It was just Cora, Cora herself. Through so much oh, uh, this season call. and and uh and just how she was willing to sacrifice herself for the air nomads, and uh that, that was just a really great moment there, really great character to work. That's also one of my favorite aspects of it. Because that's this season is one season of just like horror haters. Like, how how in the world do you hate Korra this season? Like, you gotta give her props for this season at least. Like, I, I understand hey, she's brash stuff in book one, even though I don't agree with. <laughs> all the hate that she gets there book two i know is everyone's least favorite season um but book three come on core hate like you you must be going out of your way emotionally or mentally doing some mental gymnastics to think that core is not a great character in book three i know that that sounds very judgmental of people's opinions because hey everyone's got their opinions. yeah it's fine but-
0: the uh, sorry, I meant it's like, yeah, it's fine for everybody to have their opinions. Please have formulate an opinion on things. Yes. That's good. Uh, Chris, least favorite thing of this season is that uh, Kai is the new Jet. Kai sucks. He gets better. Mm. Obviously, he gets better, but right now, he sucks. I love both those.
1: Well, you know, I actually like Jet better than Ugh, uh, gross. Yeah. I love Jet, actually. I think Jet's great. I almost decided to cosplay as Jet.
0: Chris, I would not have gone to con with you. <laughs> I would have picked a but then different day. I was
1: thinking day. about like, I was, I was thinking about just like, all right, how would his costume be? It might be a cool costume. Making the swords would be cool. And then I looked up Jet cosplay and I was like, this is not great. Like, I, and thing is, I knowing that I would not be able to do as good as that. I'm like, I don't think this will get. To, I don't think like Jet I'm, is is so low key that his costume doesn't even look that great yeah I'm like, you know what no nah, let me go with Amon. and i, and I love
0: amon way
1: more than, amon is than gonna jet. attract
0: uh lots of positivity i think it's gonna be extremely well received yeah. and jet is stupid so i like this one i'm, I'm crossing
1: i'm crossing fingers that janet varney and, <clears throat> and dr bosco is gonna come to comic con because they've been going to a lot of comic cons lately so i'm hoping they come to to comic con
0: i saw the Yu Gi Oh voice actor guy is, yeah. and he does a few other things i forget his name but the guy yeah. with the deep, awesome voice—the uh, yeah. Yami Yugi guy, not regular Yugi—Yami Yugi, Yami yes, Yugi. Yeah. exactly, yeah. good one. When I,
1: when I saw his, when I saw his picture, I was like, "This must be." That does not match yeah. up
0: well at all. <laughs> yeah. Five-year-old not a child. Like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the deep voice guy, and his other stuff's yeah. all great too. I feel bad; I can't think of it right now. But I just got most excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I want him to do the Yami Yugi voice and just yell something at me. I don't even care what, just."
1: Yeah, it's weird. I feel like they're getting. I feel like it's early for them to be announcing these things. Or is mean, it remind April. me? Is
0: it April again next year? Or is
1: it? Yes, April. Okay, so I kind think of like 20, 20, 20, But yep. yeah, cross the fingers. And I still want to reach out to them about the possibility of doing a uh, an Avatar panel trivia type of deal.
0: That'd be a lot of fun.
1: Um, if not, we'll do a makeshift one in that glass hallway. Yeah, whatever. We'll just sit that down. Is. Like if
0: we sit down and start just doing Avatar trivia. Yeah. You know damn well that that will be a well-attended event just by like, hey, some nerds are in the hallway doing Avatar trivia. <laughs> One of them is dressed like a Mon, and the other's there also. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy New Year's, and if not, if you're not a Year New Year's person, happy survive another day, person, whatever. Whatever you want to celebrate, celebrate that today. And best of luck to you if you have resolutions or things you want to tackle as you try to improve yourself in 2022. Thank you so much. As always, Chris, uh, aka The Objective Geek, Chris Ford, he's right there. I'll put all the contact stuff down in the description. My name's Sean, and we'll be back next week, potentially starting on Book 4. I don't know. We haven't even talked about it yet. We'll see what next week brings. Thank you guys very much.